started this business about 10 months ago now and had a seven or eight month old at the time, a four-year-old and trying to get a new business off the ground is challenging at any time, I think. And then also combined with having really young kids, I didn't have care for our youngest child. So it was trying to do working on the side while she was napping. And then this new push and pull of responsibilities in the household. I really love working on my business, but I also really love being with the kids. So it's this constant tug of dividing the responsibilities between parenting and work. and welcome to Smart Online Marketing, where I chat to switched on entrepreneurs and experts to chat about smart strategies to build your business in a profitable and sustainable way. My name is Katie Griffin and I am in the digital marketing game. I specialize in Google ads and I've worked one-on-one with clients such as Showpost, Homework Allure and Snuggle Honey Kids. And I also have my own course teaching small businesses how to grow profitably using Google ads. If we haven't met before, I'm a kombucha-loving Real Housewives apologist alongside my love of all things pop culture. And yes, that does include the Kardashians. I'm a mum of two, a self-confessed hippie at heart with a love of all things business. On the first episode of this podcast, I'm starting with a bit of an unconventional topic, but one that I hope you do find valuable. Running a business and juggling a family is really hard, as I'm sure a lot of you know. And it has a definite impact on a marriage and my marriage. So for this first episode, I have my husband and hopefully life partner, Matt, on to chat about some of the challenges we face. Matt and I have been together for just over eight years. We've been married for six and we have two beautiful daughters who are five and one. So there's a lot going on. We have a really strong relationship, but we both find things really tricky sometimes. And in this conversation, we chat really candidly about that. So here we are, we're talking about the impact that running a business does have on our marriage in particular, some of the positive and negative aspects of being a business owner, and also the challenges of working from home when the little kids are around. Let's get stuck in. Okay, welcome, Matthew Griffin, the husband. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast studio. Oh, I thank you. (laughs) So this is a bit of a, this is the first episode of my new podcast, a bit of a different... What's the name? It's called Smart Online Marketing. Not that catchy. <laughs> you should have workshopped it with me, but continue. Well, you can come up with any suggestions. We haven't launched yet, so... Okay. If you have any by the end of the pod, just let me know. So I've got you on today, obviously, to talk about how in love we are with each other and... It's a business podcast. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> No, but to talk about the challenges that come with having a relationship, a marriage, and also when you are a business owner, and particularly in our case where I work from home and launching a new business, that's, I found pretty, like there's some challenges that come up with that. Would you agree with that, babe? Yes, we've hit some hurdles. We've hit some hurdles. (laughs) We're still together though. So, first of all, let's give a bit of a brief overview on our love story. No, no, let's give it. (laughs) This is the first episode. You need to explain to the listeners your business story. So. Oh, okay. So I'm Katie Griffin and I have a business called Sunday Digital and I work one-on-one with clients to manage their Google ad accounts. And then I also teach small businesses how to run their own profitable Google ad accounts through an online course. And I started this business 
in mid-2019 while on maternity leave with our second baby. We haven't done a paternity test yet, but we think it's yours. <laughs> but we have been, how long have we been together, babe? Us? Yeah. Eight years. Eight years and married for nearly six. We've got two kids and during the time that we've been together, I've had two businesses. So, you've always done a traditional job being an electrician and I've been the- Just the, electrician. Just an electrician. <laughs> just that's a lowly it. electrician. <laughs> no, you're very, very high power. <laughs> Do stuff a lot of the time. Katie couldn't explain what my job is <laughs> if she tried. No, I couldn't. And I'm the creative, entrepreneurial, smart one in the family. Mm. <laughs> and I've had one business that- were sold and what was that? That was an online, like an e-commerce health food store, mm-hmm. and then sold that. Went moved- into it with zero experience. Oh, I, wouldn't <laughs> <say>. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. No, well, there no, was a- bu- no business experience. A huge learning curve. Exactly, that's the point I was getting. Yeah, <laughs> don't downplay it. But learned a lot, yes. and then then moved to a digital agency. And learnt the craft of Google Ads and then started my own business on mat leave, which probably wasn't recommended because the timing wasn't ideal for you. We were on holidays. We were on holidays. We were on- and then here am I trying to enjoy <laughs> the beautiful serenity of Tasmania and Katie's like, if people want to do this. I've launched a business. I've launched a I've business. I've registered a business now. <laughs> you can't wait two weeks until we're home. <laughs> Yeah, and thus came the problems Mm. Um, because I think that I can tend to be a little bit all or nothing. Would you say that? You tried to be. Yes. So, I started this business about 10 months ago now and had a seven or eight month old at the time, a four-year-old, and trying to get a new business off the ground is challenging at any time, I think. And then also combined with having really young kids, I didn't have care for our youngest child. So, it was trying to do working on the side while she was napping. And then this new push and pull of responsibilities in the household. I really love working on my business, but I also really love being with the kids. So, it's this constant tug of dividing the responsibilities between parenting and work and me feeling like a lot of the time, and this is something that we constantly trying to negotiate and resolve, is me feeling like you don't necessarily, I've said to you in these words, respect my business as much as I would like, but also I know you do. It's just you have a less flexible job. Correct. What's your view on that? Because it's one of our constant probably <laughs> arguments. Well, I'm, yeah, I manage about 12 guys at work and mm. so I'm responsible for them. So, so you're pulling long hours, particularly at the moment. At the moment, trying to get the job over the line. So, yeah, I'm doing like 10-hour days. And six days a week. Yeah, working six days a week. You love that. <laughs> And so, yeah, my hours are fixed per se. But would you say then my view on that is then you you sometimes take advantage of the flexibility of, and this isn't anything new that we're discussing in the podcast. I think the reason behind doing the podcast for this episode for me is because a lot of the time people share on podcasts and interviews their business wins and it's all very business focused. But for me, I'm really interested particularly about like there's also that whole other personal side of running a business that there's costs involved with your relationship and your family and friendships and that sort of stuff that can be impacted when you're a business owner. Like, I love to work. I get so much fulfillment and passion out of my business. It's kind of like a hobby for me. So, when I've got this thing that I really want to spend as much time as possible and then you're working really long hours, I kind of feel like I lose out on that passion. I've explained it to you like that before, haven't I? 
Yeah, yeah. that's how you explain. Yeah. And um, what do you think about when I say that? Well, the ongoing discussion is trying to for you to get your balance on what you like in the scheme of running a family, running a family, a family mm. and trying to run a business at the same time. But couldn't it be, say everything goes like well with the business, like it's currently going really well, like that's really worth investing my time in potentially for the benefit of our family in the long run, monetarily um, speaking. But yeah. I don't have that flexibility to give you that. Yeah. Because my job is what it is. So, one of the reasons that I started the business is to restructure our lives because one of my main concerns was as our oldest child, Willow, is getting closer towards school age, how do you combine a child in school with work when you work an hour and a half away? It just figures just didn't add up in my head. Like, how do I commute and drop For kids? both of us. For both of us, exactly. So, I wanted to, you know, make that decision to take a leap to start my own business so that I could be there for, like, do the school pickups and do the kinder drop-offs when she's got short days, like she's only in kinder, which is the equivalent of, like, preschool for five and a half hours a day, three days a week. So, like, I wouldn't be able to do the job I was previously doing in the same situation because those hours just aren't conducive to having a part-time job in the city or, you know, so that was the kind of the dilemma that we'd been speaking about for a couple of years was like, I didn't go on that leave expecting to start a business, but it was kind of like, how is this going to work? I worked full time between baby number one and baby number two. And I didn't want to go back to full-time work because I felt like I lost out on things. That was just what we needed to do at that time to establish myself, my career. And also, you know, we had goals in terms of buying a house and stuff like that, but I didn't want to do that between baby number two and potentially baby number three. <laughs> which is still a discussion um (laughs) but we chose this path together we had a conversation should we do this as a family have this business so i can generate income but also be there as the lead parent agreed yeah (laughs) agreed (laughs) and so in your mind you sort of saw the business as more as like a means to an end in like i get to earn money and side hustle side hustle god (laughs) i get to earn money and contribute to the family, but also be there as a primary parent. Whereas I saw the business as like K-Dog ruling the world. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, I think we had different expectations. Who runs the world? K-Dog. <laughs> I think we had different expectations on, well, not even expectations. You, you knew that I you struggled You can make with- that little jingle, your intro if you want. Okay. Okay, I will. Do you want to do any more singing? No. No, you're fine. right. But I think you know what I'm like personality-wise in that once I get an idea in my head, I- Yes, I married into this. Yeah. So, I'm very driven and very passionate and ambitious. So, why did you let me start the business? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll just wrap it up then. Wrap up the business. Wrap up the business. All right. And you can- Case closed. You can do some- One and done podcast episode. Letter drops around the neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) Get six grand a year. That'd be good. No offense to any of my Avon listeners. Oh, so you know Avon? No. You know Avon? Your mum probably did Avon when you were younger. What does that like mean? T- you know, like a, you drop things in like a- It's called Amazon, baby. <laughs> okay, whatever. Prime members. All right. So, let's just cover off some things. How are we the same, do you think? What makes us a good couple? <laughs> <laughs> this is meant to be a business podcast. <laughs> Not some sort of- <laughs> Love letter to Katie. Yeah. <laughs> No, okay, so because it is, it's a bigger undertaking when you have a business yeah. and what do you like about me running my own business? Like what is you having a traditional 
let's call it nine to five, but it's really like six to two job. What do you like about me having my own business? And what do you dislike about me having my own business? (laughs) And I'll Uh, stop the clock at five minutes. Okay. (laughs) So, you want me to start with the positive, obviously. That's why you led with that. Yeah, I'd prefer you to say, no negatives, babe, all pause. No, I do enjoy your ambition, but- You find it a bit sexy. (laughs) But- (laughs) Sometimes it can get a little out of control for you. Yes, but I always say to you, just pull me up on it. Uh, I don't know if you have said that ever before. <laughs> just but, saying it on the record. But on the pod. All right, sure. <laughs> on the record, pull okay. me up on it. Okay, and then one of the- Can I just say, though, you also have a lot of ambition, though. And that's something- Do I? Uh, You're very ambitious. I'm happy to be a stay-at-home dad if you bring in the big bucks. But that's what I was talking to you about before in that what if that is a possibility? I think your masculinity wouldn't be able to deal with that, to be honest. I'd just just be riding all the time. It'd be pretty sweet. You would be, actually. No, so, but your ambition is you're very money-driven, you're very motivated by hard work, and you're not lazy at all, except when it comes to giving me... (laughs) Giving me compliments. (laughs) You should know what I was going to say there. Yeah, go on. So, you're ambitious, would you say? Yeah, I'm ambitious. You're driven, yeah. yeah. So, like for a like, eh? Okay. I see um, you. <laughs> so, one of the issues that we have come... No, no let's keep going on with <laughs> the positive sides. <laughs> um, you're very... I don't know. Well, actually, no, I can't say that. Um, Why? What? You can't say what? Well, I was going to say organised. Then I looked up at your whiteboard <laughs> and saw scribble everywhere. <laughs> no, I'm very... Um, I'm very systematic, I guess. Yeah. Like, I've got good systems and processes. Yeah. Process-driven. If it's not handwritten. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a downfall, but... Okay. <laughs> Worse than a doctor, we would say, with handwriting. Worse than a doctor. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, like even, I don't, sometimes even I don't yeah. know what I'm writing. I'll be like, Matt, what does that say? And it's your mum's side of the family too, yeah? Cause oh, you, it's my mum, yeah. My dad's got nice writing. Yeah, your grandma's... Oh, she's shocking. That's, Absolutely shocking. That's a real I have to, like, get mum to decipher what she's written. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, one of the issues that we've come across... No, no we're still on the... Oh, oh, you've got, no, you've got two. That's fine. I'll accept two positives. Okay. One of the issues that we've come across is uh, boundary setting because your workplace is our house. Yeah. It's hard to tell your five-year-old and your one-year-old that... The, they love their mama. ...that their office... You can't go in it because mummy's working. Yeah, that's something that we don't really have an answer to. We're working towards... Like, do I do a co-working space or, you know, but at the moment, logistically, it doesn't make sense to have that and I've got to kind of work when I can. But that is an issue because, like, I'll get annoyed at you because I'll say, hey, can you look after the kids for an hour while I duck into the office? And an hour with me usually will become two hours. Mm. And then the kids will want to come in in the first 10 minutes and I'll be like, Matt, like, come on, I've asked you for an hour. Why can't you entertain them for an hour and you're like yeah but they want to see you but I think in my view you're like you just default you're like oh they want to see Katie I'll just let them (laughs) run wild like that's how I feel I don't feel you put in enough effort but I mean you're looking at me quite (laughs) offended (laughs) it's not the case they just want to see their mum yeah okay it's hard to be the favorite I mean well it's hard when you've got free milk (laughs) that's everyone loves that yeah so, any other negatives, any other downsides of having a boss lady as a wife? <laughs> there are a lot of positives. Like, I was going to say back on the positive, isn't it a positive that, like, we don't have to rely on outside care too much in terms of school pickup and drop off and that sort of, like, that's a huge positive and that I don't commute every day. And, yeah. Well, um, yeah, but that's self for you. 
But time-wise, like that adds another two hours with the family each day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and, huge. you know, I get to cook all the dinners and... <laughs> <laughs> Let it be known on the record that I do... <laughs> I would say 80%. Oh, it's going to go 90. We'll call it 85. Okay. 85% of the cooking. <laughs> At night time, that is. I do all the lunch boxes. I do. A lot. I don't want to go into the mental load, but I will say I probably take up the lion's share of that. Okay, so let's go over some. Like we spoke about it, but do you find it difficult that there's no clear distinction between home and office uh, when you're home with the kids? When and, I'm home with the kids, yes. And I'm, what what do you think? What solution do you think we have for that moving forward? Well, don't know if there is one. No, well, I want to turn the garage into a studio for you. Yeah. Or get a new shed for myself. Yeah, well, that's not a solution, but that's got nothing to do with the business. It's true, but... (laughs) You're like, I should get a new mountain bike. That's nothing to do with the business. Well, if we put Sunday Digital on it, isn't that tax? No. You have to get a tax expert in to ask that. Well, I've had Lauren. We'll have to ask Lauren. You have to ask Lauren. Yeah. Who's she? Is she a really good tax person? She's my accountant, babe. Oh, you should recommend her. You should recommend her. (laughs) She's on an upcoming episode of the pod. Do we get kickbacks? (laughs) No. Do you think we navigate our communication issues well that we have? And there's many issues. <laughs> communication issues is an ongoing Yeah. I think we're getting solving. like we don't hold much in. Like if we're annoyed at each other, we'll say it and we'll <laughs> <laughs> You like to you like to do a good, quiet, angry bit. Oh yeah, I love to stew on something and bloody make you sweat. And I have to make you you spit it out. <laughs> Well, I just like to be coddled. You know, you know, I love to be coddled. Again, and this is business. Podcast. I know, but it, it plays into that. So, communication-wise, how we resolve those? Because from my perspective, our main struggles come from first of all, I've got two competing goals: is one, spend as much time with the kids as possible, and two, spend as much time on the business as possible within that same framework. So it's kind of like then I get overwhelmed really easily with, okay, then I've got to do the house stuff. And then particularly when you're working long hours, like that I get overwhelmed very quickly with that sort of stuff. Business-wise, I'm set. Like I'm fine. I don't tend to get, oh, anyway. But yeah, from my perspective, it's the negotiation between when I feel like my work isn't treated as seriously as your work and that makes me upset sometimes because I think, but I'm so proud of the work that I do and proud of the business that I've created and that's how I sort of feel a lot of the time. I just thought another point. Okay, go that. It's business related. Yeah, go on. Babe, I'm up for anything. When I give you it's, oh. <laughs> when I give you business advice and then you proceed to ignore it and ask someone externally that generally costs you money and they come to the same conclusion that I originally gave you. Yeah, I mean, that happens a lot. Yeah. I'll be honest. Like, I'm in a, a paid mastermind with other online business owners and- it's quite expensive, quite exy, and I'll run an idea past you and I'll be like, what do you think of this, babe? You know, And then you'll give me your advice and then I'll be like, I don't know, and I'll go to the mastermind and they'll have the exact same response and I'll be like, spot on. Yep, and I'll come <laughs> back to you and say, guess what, babe? This is what the mastermind said and you'll go, I just said that two days ago. And I said to you, would you like me to pay you to be my business mentor? And you said yes. I said yes. <laughs> so now I've given up the mastermind. No, I think it helps though because – you know, I don't know whether you're just talking out of your ass. You might just be a bit of a dummy. Yeah. Okay. And then I just want to verify it with people that know what they're talking you about. You married a dummy. I did. <laughs> Do you 
get annoyed with me constantly talking about my business and running over things with you? Because <laughs> I do like to give you a play-by-play on everything that happens, right? Whoa. And I'm so, no, don't answer yet. And I'm very passionate. I loved my favorite topic is like this happened in the business and this is going really well. And then I sometimes feel bad because if you told me everything about your job, I'd be like, yawn, let's move on to the Kardashians. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> By the way, whenever I try to, <laughs> whenever I try and say anything about the business, you just like glaze over your eyes, and it, you don't take anything in. Meanwhile, you'll chat to me like for like an hour about your own business, and generally I won't even say anything, but you just keep talking for an hour. So. Did not think you noticed that I glazed over. I try and be invested in it, but it just doesn't light me up. Mm. Like I'm like, oh, this. I don't know what I'm into. I don't understand your business, but I feel like because I talk to you about mine so much, you must understand it really well, and then get really invested in it too. And also, I kind of think of it as our business. I mean, yes, I'm the brains behind it, but it's a business for our family. So I figure you're going to be excited about that. But I do give you a play by play on a lot of things. A lot. So answer the question. Do you find that annoying? Yes. And would you prefer I didn't talk about the business as much? No, honey. But what would we talk about? Like, genuine question. What other topics of mutual interest do we have? Our daughters. Like, our Kardashian <laughs> is, is- I can't talk about that. It's off limits. And they did. That is so- I'm not even touching that. Not even touching that issue. So, the Kardashians are off topic. You don't like the Real Housewives or any re- reality TV that I am very but passionate again, about. this is a business podcast <laughs> no, and you're to, getting sidetracked. I'm just trying to establish, like, what mutual interest do we have? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like- <laughs> yeah, are we going to last? It mustn't. It must be all over. <laughs> <laughs> Your business is keeping our relationship together. I that's think that's the conclusion. And like I said, the footy season's starting soon, the football season, and we're in a fantasy football league together, and you considered not joining it this year. We're and I said, what are we going to talk about for the next six months? That The business and our kids is the three topics I've got in my arsenal, really. Wow. All right. We'll just be silent, which you would love, by the way. I'm really loving being back on mic with you, by the way. Bloody love it. Well, you better. Oh, I better explain. I had a personal podcast for a while. Don't check it out, but it's got a back catalogue. It's for your maternity leave. Oh, hobby. yeah, because I, like, I like podcasting. I mean, I've got a lot of stuff that I want to say. People have got to hear it. <laughs> and um, you used to be a regular guest. It was a fan favourite. I'd regularly get questions. Uh, bring Matt back. Bring Matt back. No. And we've got just good. We vibe well, babe. I don't know about that. Anyway, so how has the business positively impacted our relationship? Uh, haven't we already hashed this? Um, it's just a different question, really. I said, <laughs> what are some of the challenges of being married to a business owner? But right, we can move on if you want. Yeah. Okay. Do you sometimes wish that I did have a nine-to-five job and worked outside the house? No. No? So, you like so you like things this way? Yes. Now, we did have a few questions from the fans. So, yeah. the fans who have yet to hear the podcast yet, but we actually did get some questions, some submissions from some of my audience. So, Alyssa asked, do you set aside time for each other? If so, how much? We're pretty bad at this, actually. Yes. Something we need to get better at. I feel like, like, honestly, just talking about my business really brings me closer to you. (laughs) But we do. No, we don't. um, I tend to get a bit of a martyr, like martyrdom, when I want all I sort of want to do is work and kids. And then I'm like, well, if I spend a night, like, building our relationship like what a waste yeah how many <laughs> how many date nights have you organized um elton john we went to elton john i organized did you that. buy the tickets you bought the tickets but oh, i okay. put the seed out there oh, okay. i put the idea out there so how many um yeah probably eight years eight years together oh well don't count the time before kids okay that was constant date nights okay so five years 
I would say, well, we've probably only had like five date nights in that time. We've had a few. Probably ten. You've probably organised nine of them. I might have organised one. Actually, I've bought tickets to a comedian that we're seeing in a couple of weeks. How exciting is that going to be? So exciting. Can't wait. So, no, we don't probably set enough time. And I was talking to a a friend today. She recently has separated from her, her husband and she said, oh, you know, she was saying how they didn't really spend that much time together and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Matt and I don't really spend a lot of time just us together, but I don't feel like we're hanging on by a thread. Like, I feel like we're pretty strong. Mm-hmm. And also, it's hard because at the moment, I work at nighttime as well. So, we don't really, night times, we don't really spend time watching TV. I consider that a waste of time for me, where I am at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Spending we don't have, time together. No, we Seriously. don't have mutual TV interests. It'll take us like half an hour to find something. And by that time, you're like, I'm off to bed. And you go to bed at 8.30. So, like, there's limited time. We can still do it. After this. So, nighttime, we don't really spend a lot of time together either. So, how do we find that connection? Podding, I think, is now going to be our new thing. (laughs) I don't need to be be a regular on this business podcast. I don't know, babe. Once people hear this, they're going to be calling for you to to come back on the reg. Or maybe they'll actually listen to my business advice instead of you. Yeah, you can have your own section called Submit a Question to Matt. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, no, how do we – we don't side time for each other. We need to. We, we're getting better, actually. Like, I think – I think we're getting – yeah, we're getting better. It's just not – Not consistent. For the first year of Sonny's life, we probably had one date night. Yeah, but and now, it's a baby. That's easy. Yeah. But I think it's just that their age, coming of age, is making it easier. Yeah. And what do you do when your partner isn't in the same place or level professionally? I think this would be interesting for you, actually, because when we first got together, I was just coming out of uni. So, I hadn't had a full-time job before and you had been in the workforce full-time. Or lived out of home. I hadn't lived out of home either. So, do I have daddy issues? Is that- Daddy issues. I know. Like, I've just lived- Just not house-trained is all I was trying to get at. We don't need to. On that, what would be my most annoying habit living with me? My fans <laughs> want to know. My audience members want to know. Um, what do you think? Where do I start? <laughs> Just one. Messy. I would say you're messy too, though. I'm messier. Yes. I'm messy. Okay. Okay. I'll live up to that. My defense to that would be I've got a lot of things on my mind and I've got a lot of things to do. And why keep a clean house when the kids are just going to run all over it? I like to clean, though. And the funny thing is- Why is your desk a mess, then? Don't talk to me about that. But the anxiety, I actually get extreme anxiety when the house is a mess. Like that whiteboard gives me anxiety. (laughs) That is ridiculous. Should I take a photo and put it on the Instagram? Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, so that's my most annoying quality, you think? It wouldn't be the jars, leaving jars, empty jars in the cupboard? Again, it's getting a bit personal <laughs> outside of the business. Okay. But so, what was it like you when you when we first got together, when you were already professional in your career and I was, did you find that challenging when I wasn't established in my career and was bringing in really much income and I hadn't lived out of home? Like, there was a disparity between how much of an adult you were compared to me, I guess. Like, I've done a lot of growing up in the time we've been together. Mm-hmm. Was it an issue? No. No? No. You liked being just the sugar daddy. The sugar daddy that bring in the cash. Yeah, okay. So, Paige asks, how do you provide feedback to another and how do you make decisions? I think we're pretty good. You give a lot of constructive criticism, I would say, on, the, on a daily basis. You'll be like, can I just pull you up on this? Or, hey, babe, can I give you some advice? And... Not always appreciated. Um, but how do you make decisions? We, we're we pretty on the same page with decision-making. Mm-hmm. And even that comes with big decisions in the business. Not that I feel like I've got to get your approval, but I do like to run things by you, like hiring an employee is a really big investment. And that has been something that we've been speaking about together for a while. 
Would you agree? Yep. So I think big decisions in my business, even though I'm the one making the purchases and it's all self-funded through the business, I still do like to have a check-in with you like, hey, this is what was sort of going on. But decisions in terms of personal decisions, I think we have our own space that we occupy and like I am the primary decision maker for the kids probably and you're more for the house Mm -hmm. finances type stuff. Yep. Yeah, I think we're pretty good with that sort of stuff. We did have another one. So Emma said- Husband viewings wife business as requiring legitimate time. How do you deal with that? Which is probably one of my queries as well. Was oh, it husband? Like her husband doesn't view her business as requiring legitimate time. Like he'll, and I do find this with you too, is that you'll work like a 40 to 50 hour week and you'll come home and I'll be like, I need two hours. And you're like, yeah, but I want to do gardening or I want to go mountain biking or I want to do this. And it's like, yeah, but you've had 40 to 50 hours on your work. I want 10 hours on mine. Like, you know, or- It'll be my work day and you'll be like, I scheduled a, a car appointment at 10 o'clock. Can you go and take the car up? I'm like, no, this is my work day though. We've had those teething issues, I think. Mm-hmm. So, you go, girlfriend, Emma. I'm right there with you. Well, we've discussed this before, but yeah, especially being in the infancy of your business, it's just working through this with communication. That's a very good point. Very, very good point. And then we had one more question which was from Chloe, and Chloe said, do you set boundaries of work time and family time? If yes, what are some tips to sticking to it? This is a very good point, Chloe. Yeah, very this good question. This is what has been a sticking point. Yeah, I think my issue with you was the one, the legitimacy of the business, and your issue with me would be the boundaries and the sticking to it. But from my perspective, I'm like, i got to grab the time when I can. But yes, it's a, probably a weekly, daily battle kind of thing where I think – My mindset is, and this isn't the right mindset to have, I'm trying to shift it, is that my mindset is when we're both home, that's an opportunity for me to do work. Whereas when I'm with the kids, I don't even try and do work. So I have my days off with the kids when you're working and I don't even attempt to do any work because there's just no point. It's not going to get me anywhere. I'm going to get frustrated at the kids. I'm going to get frustrated. So I actually just don't really touch anything during that time. I've got my set work days that I do each week. But when you're home, I find like I think perfect opportunity for me to do work because I've been with the kids all day and haven't been able to do anything. So that's the wrong mindset to have because then in the end we become two ships passing in the night and we don't actually spend any of that time as a whole family together. So I'm trying to get better at, for example, you were going to take our eldest, our five-year-old away camping in a month or so. And I was originally going to stay home with our youngest because I thought that'd be a great opportunity for me to catch up on some work and to kind of just spend some time around the house. And then I thought, why am I taking that opportunity to not go away with my husband and my other daughter to catch up on work stuff? So I reframed my mindset and thought, no, I'm just going to like, let's just all go away together. But sometimes I do get in that because I, like I said, I am so passionate about the business and I do want to do, there's so much I want to achieve and so much growth I want to have. But sometimes I do that sacrificing spending time with you because I know I've like I've got my time with kids covered like I'm spend a lot of time with them does that make sense Mm -hmm. but I'm trying to shift that mindset like I don't want to think of it as Matt's home okay great I can achieve some stuff nope yeah getting zen getting zen getting zen is there anything else any last thoughts that you want to leave the listeners with about maybe Um, things you want to like things you love about me no Um, no we can leave that to the side but Another difficulty that you're having oh, you another one. Yep. 
is you're having a difficulty around something that you love, which is exercising and yes. balancing the family slash work just, time. Yeah, I feel like I've got no time and I love exercise. Like ideally I would exercise every day So and I don't have any time to do so it. So, my opinion is that Katie on those work days that she just needs to schedule it in in the morning and try and get it done. But you don't understand, Matt. I've got five hours. No, and- I understand. Yeah. But I still think it's important to get it done. But but for me, if I'm paying for care and I only have five hours, taking an hour out of that is like I see it as a waste. And I know I don't want to take time away from my kids to exercise. Like, I don't know. I've got this real – if I was doing – like if Willow's days were longer at kindy, that I would have no problem with that. But I'm so stretched with time with work anyway. Like I only get such a short amount of time to work each week. I feel like I can't sacrifice. What about on a Tuesday, though? It's something I'm really struggling with and I really miss it. Because yeah. for my mental health as well, it's yeah. really important. And, you know, I really have to look hot for the business. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. For my mental health, I really need to exercise and I love to exercise. It's a passion of mine. So, that's something that I would like to – I just – the struggle is real, babe. The struggle – you do not know what it's like to be a working woman in 2020. <laughs> Like you get home and you're like, catch ya, I'm off to the gym. And I'm like- Our gym's in the garage, yeah, by the way. Yeah, in the garage. But I'm like, mate, like I'd love to get to the gym, but I've got a million other things I've got to do. You just put that aside and put the bod first. These pecs don't be themselves, <laughs> babe. <laughs> yeah, that is another big challenge that I'm struggling with, I would say. Good point. Good PS you added on, no on back in there. Well, thanks for joining me for Are a chat. Are we taking a photo now for the podcast? No, I'm not photo ready at the moment. Oh, what do you oh, get? Oh, look, I'll put one on the gram. Put one on the stories to let people know you're back on the mic. <laughs> anyway, you heading straight to bed now? No. Oh, okay. You're going to watch a bit of TV. Well, if our internet works. <laughs> well, thank you, babe. I've appreciated it. I like having a chin wag with you because this is what's classified as a date night. Just on microphone. On mic. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, babe. Love you. Bye. Love bye. you. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the chat with my husband, Matt, and you got something out of it. I would love for you to connect with me online. I'm on Instagram at katiegriffin underscore, and you can also join my free Facebook group, Smart Online Marketing, where I chat to other switched on entrepreneurs and business owners about strategies to grow your business online. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, do share with a friend and leave a rating and review as that would really help for the podcast to get out to new listeners. I will chat to you on the next episode. Bye.